booster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. We had uh, winds up to 169 miles per hour. A coast-to-coast major winter storm already impacting California. It's expected to arrive in the Northeast later this week. New York City's health commissioner issues an advisory to mask up. Another installment of Elon Musk's Twitter files reveals insiders pushing to get Donald Trump banned following the January 6th riot. A Libyan man accused of making the bomb that blew up Flight 103 over Lockerbie, Scotland, in U.S. custody. A bomb threat interrupts a holiday concert. A major winter storm will continue to blanket parts of the West and will become a northern plains blizzard. Then it could dump significant snow in parts of the Northeast later in the week. That'll be the first major winter storm that will have impacts from coast to coast so far this season. There is also a threat for severe thunderstorms in parts of the South because of this. Patrick Lacey, Palisades Tahoe Ski Resort PR Marketing Manager, spoke to NBC News about the impact the storm has had on the resort. We had uh, winds up to 169 miles per hour at the top of our summit. So ultimately, you know, we don't want people to be riding those lifts while uh, while it's very windy out. More than 20 inches of snow has accumulated in Northern California. Winter storm warnings have been issued by the National Weather Service from California's Sierra Nevada into the Great Basin and parts of the Rockies. Other winter weather alerts extend into the higher elevations of the southwest and parts of the Rockies. And snow will spread into the high country of Colorado and northern New Mexico by Monday. Multiple feet of snow has already blanketed parts of California, Sierra. Elsewhere, over six inches of snow is a good bet in much of the west. Higher elevations of the storm here later in the week. The New York City Health Commissioner issued an advisory urging residents to use masks indoors and in crowded outdoor settings. Health officials have also written a letter to school superintendents all across New York State urging them to bring back the mask. New Yorkers offered mixed reactions. I feel like maybe it's necessary at an urgent yeah. care facility or, you know, a hospital where people are sick. But in, you know, general places, I don't I don't think uh, we'd be wearing them. We take our vitamins. We eat good. I don't go all over the place. I wear a mask when I have to. There's been no word from the city's education department on any changes to its masking policy. It comes as COVID-19 and the flu are increasing both nationally and in New York City. Hospitalizations for the flu have reached the highest levels for this time of the year in more than a decade. The fourth installment of Elon Musk's bombshell Twitter files reveals how staffers inside of Twitter were pushing for policy changes to get then-President Trump banned after the January 6, 2021 Capitol riot. In a series of tweets, independent journalist Michael Schellenberger shared international communications between high-level executives and then-Twitter boss Jack Dorsey. Guess what? Twitter's former head of trust and safety, Yul Roth, wrote to colleagues on January 7, 2021. Jack just approved repeat offender for civic integrity. 
Republican Congressman from Florida, Brian Mast, spoke to Fox News. Is Congress and probably the Energy and Commerce Committee really going to hold uh, Twitter to account for this? 100 percent. They were the biggest headquarters of posers anywhere. They were pretending to be a town hall when really they just wanted to be an echo chamber and they could care less about anybody's five fundamental freedoms. Roth lets the worker know that the new policy wouldn't result in Trump's removal at that time since the former president, he said, at that time, continues to just have his one strike remaining at that time. He needed five to be banned from the social media platform. A Libyan man accused of being involved in making the bomb that destroyed Pan Am Flight 103 over the town of Lockerbie, Scotland, in December 1988, now in U.S. custody. The announcement Sunday from both United States and Scottish officials. The U.S. charged Abu Aguila Mohammed Masud Kir El-Marimi for his alleged involvement in the bombing two years ago. A spokesperson for the U.K. Crown Office and Prosecutor Fiscal Service told CNN the attack killed a total of 270 people as the bomb detonated over the Scottish town as it flew from London to New York. Bert Ammerman lost his brother in the crash. He spoke to ABC7. We now have him. He will spend the rest of his life in the United States in in a prison. The U.S. Justice Department issued a statement on Sunday morning confirming that the U.S. had taken custody of the alleged Pan Am Flight 103 bomb maker. El Marimi expected to make his initial court appearance in the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia today. Eleven of those killed were on the ground. American R&B singer Patti LaBelle, referred to as the godmother of soul, rushed off the stage of a Milwaukee, Wisconsin theater during her mid-performance Saturday night. It was all reportedly during a bomb threat. The Milwaukee Police Department is investigating that threat. And despite the threat, some concert goers still felt positively about the show. Earlier on Sunday morning, Milwaukee Police Captain Warren Allen Jr. said canine units had searched that theater No explosive devices were discovered. There was no threat to the public. The investigation is ongoing. Former President Donald Trump on Sunday said that he actually turned down a deal to release former U.S. Marine Paul Whelan in exchange for Russian arms dealer Victor Bout. Whelan, an ex-Marine, has been detained by Moscow since 2018, but was released last week in that exchange for WNBA star Brittany Griner, who spent about 10 months in a Russian prison. Trump criticized the deal soon after news broke of Griner's release, saying Whelan should have been freed instead. The Biden administration has said Russia was unwilling to include Whelan in a swap for bout. Here's White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre. Look, you know, I've talked about this, uh, and I'll say this again. Here were our choices. Our choices was uh, Brittany or no one at all. Bringing home one American or no American at all. Trump said on Sunday that although he turned down the deal with Moscow, he would have gotten Paul out, though he didn't explain why he was unable to do so during his terms as president. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie on Sunday knocked failed Georgia Republican Senate hopeful Herschel Walker, blaming the loss on former President Donald Trump for backing the bad candidate. Trump endorsed Walker and stumped for him in Georgia. Christie was on ABC News. Bad candidates lose. Good candidates have a chance to win. And Herschel Walker is not a good candidate. And, you know, he wasn't a good candidate because of a whole variety of issues that we saw that came out during the campaign. Neither Walker nor incumbent Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock secured more than half the votes in November 
and uh, to win the Georgia seat. But then Warnock emerged victorious last week during that special runoff. Chrissy drew attention to Georgia's Republican governor to Brian Kemp, who won re-election in November and secured some 200,000 more votes than Walker did. Kemp's presence on the ballot was seen as a booster for Walker. Vice President Kamala Harris Sunday swore in a former representative Karen Bass, a Democrat from California, as the first black female mayor of Los Angeles. The 69-year-old Bass defeated Democratic opponent Rick Caruso, a wealthy developer, in last month's election in Los Angeles. Bass replacing outgoing city mayor Eric Garcetti, who has been in office since 2013. Bass used her inauguration speech to urge the city to join together for a fundamental shift in its approach to issues like crime and housing, central issues during the campaign. When we light the Olympic torch in 2028, (laughs) when we take public transit to the airport, when we go to bed in apartments that are safer from earthquakes, and when we breathe in cleaner air, Angelinos will be benefiting from your legacy. She reiterated that her first act as mayor would be declaring a state of emergency on homelessness and said she would seek to build new housing in every neighborhood. Twitter CEO Elon Musk on Sunday called for the prosecution of Dr. Anthony Fauci, the chief medical advisor to President Biden. Fauci has led the U.S. response to the COVID-19 viral pandemic since the Trump administration. He's also drawn backlash for some of his comments. Fauci on Fox News earlier this year spoke about if he would do anything differently. Well, when you're dealing with an emerging problem, like an emerging infectious disease, on a week-by-week basis, as you get more data and more evidence, you absolutely would do things different. My pronouns are prosecute forward slash Fauci, a Musk said on Twitter. He later shared a meme edited to show Fauci telling Biden, Just one more lockdown, my king. Lawmakers and other officials jumped to Fauci's defense online. Since Musk's controversial takeover of the social media platform, concerns about content moderation on the site have surged, with reports of an uptick in racist and anti-Semitic messages on the site. Musk has tried to situate himself as a champion of free speech and a mouthpiece for the public. A bold show of border force from Arizona's outgoing governor, Doug Ducey. Work crews have steadily erected hundreds of double-stacked shipping containers topped by razor wire to form a wall along Arizona's remote eastern border with Mexico. The container wall effort started in late summer in Yuma in western Arizona, a popular border crossing point where scores of asylum seekers arrive on a daily basis. Immigration advocate Karina Ruiz spoke to ABC News. Immigrants are going to find other paths. They're going to continue coming. So it's not going to solve anything. Um, and again, we tell our government, and especially Governor Ducey, that on his way out, his legacy is going to be putting barriers on people that want to come here and be part of this community. Incoming Democrat Katie Hobbs set to officially take office early next month has spoken out against the makeshift wall, calling the massive installation a poor use of resources. The containers erected in protest of progressive policies making light of America's migrant crisis has filled areas left open when Donald Trump's 450-mile border wall was built and have been branded as illegal by the federal government. 
Facing a surge in COVID-19 cases, China is now setting up more intensive care facilities and also trying to strengthen hospitals. The communist regime has eased zero-tolerance COVID controls that have confined millions of people to their homes, crushed economic growth, and also set off huge protests. Republican Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell recently denounced China's zero-COVID policy. The people of China, where the whole crisis began, are still trapped in a Groundhog Day of permanent pandemic measures. The official death toll is 500. 5,235 compared with 1.1 million for the U.S. China's official total case count of 363,072, up nearly 50 percent from the October 1 level, following a rash of outbreaks all across China. 77 WABC News Time 515. Time for sports with Justin Ellick. Well, thank you, Deb. I am Justin Ellick here with your early news sports update. Some action to get to, obviously, on this Monday morning on the gridiron yesterday. Over two. Locally, the Jets, they lose 20-12 to 12 to the Bills in, a, in frigid Buffalo conditions. This was primed to be a defensive showdown, and that it was, as the Buffalo D got their fingerprints all over the win with four sacks and two forced turnovers on the Giants, or uh, Jets, Jets offense, excuse me. Don't pin the loss, though, on Jets quarterback Mike White, who despite being used as a personal ragdoll by the Bills, put together a very fine performance in the cold, going 27-44 for 268 yards and zero turnovers. Here was Jets head coach Robert Sala on his quarterback's resilience throughout. Yeah, well, for sure. I thought he showed resolve, toughness, uh, everything that we've been seeing. Um, he's a good player. Uh, tough to hear there in the beginning, but he did name White the starter next week. With the loss, the Jets moved to 7-6 and six overall in the year and now have fallen out of playoff position up next. For them, they host the Detroit Lions next week. Giants, they lose 48-22 to in a route at MetLife to the Eagles. This one was pretty open and shut from the get-go as the now 12-1 and Eagles jumped out to a quick advantage with touchdowns on each of their first three drives. Jalen Hurts, he improved his MVP-like resume by tossing for 217 yards and two touchdowns in addition to his 77 yards and one touchdown on the ground. As for the Giants offense, it was essentially uh, non-existent as Saquon Barkley continued to struggle, registering just 28 yards, rushing on nine carries. Quarterback Daniel Jones spoke on the Giants' playoff hopes with four games left on the schedule. It's exciting. There's a lot of guys who haven't experienced that, that hunger and you know the opportunity that's in front of us to get to the playoffs and you know play these meaningful games here down the stretch is an awesome opportunity. So everyone's going to be excited. we got to bounce back from this one, take what we can from it, but move on and, and uh, get ready to play our best game on Sunday night. Next Sunday night, they'll see the Commanders. The Washington Commanders, that is, uh, in essentially a must-win football game. And on the hardwood last night, just the Knicks in action. They win 112-99 and MSG over the Sacramento Kings. Randall and Barrett led the way with 27 points apiece. And the Knicks, they rolled to their fourth straight win. Good for their longest winning streak of the season. They'll try and make it five in a row come Wednesday night in Chicago against the Bulls. And looking ahead to action tonight on the hardwood here, Nets at Wizards at 7 p.m. in Washington. And the Devils, uh, they'll make uh, a visit short trip. MSG to play the Rangers at 7 p.m. tonight. Here with your Lou News Sports Update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. Here's Lou Dobbs with your financial report. This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Another losing week last week on Wall Street. Rate hike fears stirred by the latest round of economic data. Wholesale prices rose more than Wall Street had expected. The Dow Jones Industrial suffering the worst week since September. The S&P and NASDAQ both lower on the week as well. The November Consumer Price Index is forecast to have cooled. Will it be enough for the Fed? We'll find out Tuesday when the Consumer Price Index report comes out. That announcement Wednesday afternoon at the conclusion of the December Fed meetings. Wall Street 
Street expecting a 50 basis point rate hike, down from four consecutive 75 basis point hikes. Investors will be looking for any indication of just how long the Fed will continue its aggressive action against inflation. Please join me several times each weekday right here on 77 WABC. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Checking futures down the green this morning, up 56 points, 0.17% at 33,797. The S&P up eight and three quarter points. The NASDAQ up 32. Gold down $6.80 an ounce at $1,803.90. Crude oil down 64 cents a barrel at $70.38. The WABC Early News. Deborah yeah, Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. News time is 520. Well, Joe and I were just talking about this. You may notice your commute, a commute through the Lincoln Tunnel today much smoother than usual. 77 WABC's Bob Brown has a story. If you're driving into the city this morning for work, you'll notice there's no more cash tolls at the Lincoln Tunnel. The tunnel is the last Port Authority crossing to switch over to electronic billing. This has been a multi-year $500 million project. If you don't have an Easy Pass account, you will get a bill in the mail. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early Morning News. The NYPD looking for an 18-year-old man. That in connection with Sunday's stabbing death of a 16-year-old inside of a Harlem apartment on Adam Clayton Powell Boulevard. The NYPD has released the identity of the teen killed 16-year-old Sonia Lawrence of 21 West 112th Street. Now, police say she was fatally stabbed in her neck. The person police are looking for is 18-year-old Zaire Crumbly, a black male. Aisha Saku of Street Corner Resources spoke to ABC7. That broke my heart. I'm a mother and a grandmother. A lot of my team members are parents. And even if they're not, they parent the kids that come to us. And it's hurtful when a young person like that is um, has lost life in the way that she lost life. Lawrence was pronounced dead at a hospital, Harlem Hospital. The investigation is ongoing as of this morning. The individual being sought is described as being five foot eight inches tall. He weighs about 140 pounds with a dark complexion, medium build and short black hair. Anybody with information about this person police are looking for is asked to either call 911 or you can contact the NYPD's Crime Stoppers hotline at 1-800-577-TIPS. That's 8477 or for Spanish, it's 1-888-57-PISTA. And uh, you can also submit a tip to Crime Stoppers website at crimestoppers.nypdonline.org or Twitter at NYPD Tips. Again, the person that police are looking for in connection with the stabbing of that 16-year-old, deadly stabbing, 18-year-old Zaire Crumbly, a black male. Police also searching for the gunman who shot three men outside of a bodega in Queens. 77 WABC's Alex Barnard reports. Cops say it happened just before 6 p.m. yesterday at 3562 94th Street in Jackson Heights. Two of the victims were shot in the leg and the other in the hip. All three were taken to Harlem Hospital and are expected to recover. No word on what led to the shooting. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Alex Barnard. Well, there will soon be a big change when it comes to things like e-scooters, bikes, and skateboards at Fordham University. Officials feel they pose a serious hazard. 
Effective January 3rd, all battery-powered modes of transportation will be banned from all university property at Fordham, including all buildings on and off campus and walkways and sidewalks. Student J.J. Johnson spoke to ABC7. I get rushed past all the time to the fact where I can feel the wind from the scooter like hitting me and I'm like this is just rude. I guess it's fine that people have scooters. I just wish they'd be more respectful. The university says a shift is necessary given the string of recent horrific fires in the city that have killed some and injured others including one at a high rise on the Upper East Side. Crews had to actually rescue several people after officials say a faulty lithium ion battery attached to an e-bike caught fire. And that ended up trapping people inside of a 20th floor apartment on the Upper East Side. Other universities in the area already have identical policies in place. NYU and Columbia, for example, made the move last December. And PACE officials warn any violation will go through the student conduct process. Well, this could be one of the biggest holiday travel seasons in years. 77 WABC's Noam Laden reports. The TSA telling flyers to travel with unwrapped gifts. Wrapped packages have been triggering alarms at airport security checkpoints. And TSA officers may be forced to pull apart the Christmas present you just wrapped. If the TSA officer has to unwrap a gift, well, that kind of... Going to the whole point of the gift, right? Yeah, TSA officials say it'll be an extremely busy holiday travel season and our warning lines could be really long at TSA counters. For early news, I'm Noam Layden. One of the most outspoken critics of bringing congestion pricing here to New York City is vowing to introduce new legislation against the plan. New Jersey Congressman Josh Gottheimer says if the proposed $23 tax to drive into midtown Manhattan happens, he'll introduce a bill to stop federal dollars in the upcoming government funding package from going to the MTA. At a news conference on Friday, Gottheimer said the congestion pricing plan crushes the Christmas spirit and would make life more expensive for everyday commuters from New Jersey. If MTA CEO and Chairman John O. Scrooge Lieber has his way and moves ahead with their Christmas-crushing congestion tax, it simply won't be affordable for our families to drive into Manhattan. The congestion pricing plan calls for tolling drivers between 9 and 23 bucks a day to drive south of 60th Street. It is set to take effect later this year. Actually, in 2023, New York Governor Hochul is in support of that plan, and those Railing against it include Congressman Lee Zeldin and Staten Island Assemblywoman Nicole Maliotakis. Black Panther Wakanda Forever continues to rule North America's box offices. 77 WABC's Alex Barnard reports. The sequel to the 2018 Marvel Comics adaptation grossed just over $11 million at theaters across the U.S. and Canada. It has finished in the top spot for five consecutive weeks. Coming in second is the holiday comedy Violent Night with nearly $9 million, followed by Disney's Strange World with just over $3.5 million. Rounding out the top five are the black comedy horror movie The Menu and the biographical war film Devotion. For 77 WABC Early News. I'm Alex Barnard. If you missed the top five of five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. 
It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.